What's happening, party people? Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Series 5 of the What The Fartlek Podcast. As always, Rob and I are here to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community and some absolute nonsense from us sandwiched in between. Now, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys, so please give us a follow on social media. You can find us by searching What The Fartlek on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. And we also have a new website at www.whatthefartlek.com. Now we're on a mission this series to build our Fartlek family, our online running community. And we would love you to be a part of it. We're raging challenges, meetups and a supportive network of running pals. If you'd like to be involved, please do get in touch for some more information. And with that being said, seeing as I did a, such a good job of this last time, hit the music! Are you alone or a groupie and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting a friend to gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the Worth of Fight Like Run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Hello, Robert. I've got a question for you. Another one? A very, very important one. Oh. Why are hands so important? You always need them for something or another. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> that deserves a high five, that. Oh, line one. You're very, very well. Mate, if you can't beat them, join them, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Series 5, Episode 8. Nine. Nine? Is it nine? It's... It's eight, isn't it? Uh, 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 are we re-recording? I've, I've, I've done the graphic for it, so uh, hang on. <laughs> this is we're not we're not stopping recording. This is terrible. It's nine. It's nine. You were right. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to series five, episode nine of the What the Fartlek podcast. My name's Rob, and I am, <laughs> and I don't know where the bloody hell I am. In my defence, I am. It's busy in my life at the moment. <laughs> it is. Yes, agreed. Work is chocker. Mm-hmm. These t-shirts are absolutely draining the lifeblood <laughs> out of me. And I'm also trying to move house. So. You are. Yes. How are you, mate? All right. Yeah, all good. All good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, man. Apart from the stress of, uh, apart, uh, of life at the yeah. minute. <laughs> apart from all the things I've just mentioned, the fact that all my mates say I look like a thumb, I'm not doing great. Um, no, only, it, only when you're running, though. Only when I'm running. Um, statutory tree, I'm not thumb-like at all. Um, I did notice, though, I've shaved, mm. and the thumb, the level of thumb increases. <laughs> and, like, people aren't going to be able to see this, but I'm going to pull a face at you. Yeah. And... You're going to understand uh, okay. it's the source of the thumb. You yeah. ready? Uh, go on then. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. It? That, yeah. Is, that is that is Chester all over yeah. again. <laughs> Full thumb. The, the facial hair detracts yeah. from the thumbishness. You need to grow it back. Yeah, I'm going mm. to. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt, why don't you tell everybody what we've got on the show today? Yeah, obviously, usual stuff, usual business. Uh, how's your week? Uh, we're doing a little bit of a chat about the uh, latest part run news. Uh, part run, then, obviously... Transcending into part one with Ben, uh, interview with our well, a couple of our favourite people uh, and you and me, well, and me, yes, yeah. Jess, <laughs> Jess Kenny underscore and uh, Derek goes running. I really enjoyed that interview. Going to have that chat with them, so looking forward to that. Uh, Statman John's inner ring. Has Jack managed to uh, get any references? We'll find out. I'm sure. 
Uh, roll calls and then the thank yous at the end. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, looking forward to it. Very uh, exciting episode planned. And yes, the interview is a good one this mm-hmm. week. Possibly one of my favourite ever. So looking forward to sharing that with everybody. Uh, how's your week been though, mate? Yeah, it's been good. Been good. I've uh, been out today. Uh, did seven and a half miles. Uh, struggled a little bit. And then thinking, obviously, <laughs> this this theme on this episode is, is the ultra that we're signing up for. But we'll talk about, more about that later. Um, but you say we're signing up for. Don't lump me in well, with it. I'm not. You've got that six-hour run as well, so you kind of wrestle block. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't have to run six like <laughs> an ultra though, do I? I can do one lap and then get yeah, drunk, then tag out, and then yeah, get. That sounds like a plan. Not for you though, because you're <laughs> in full training for Pendleway in a day the next month, aren't you? Yeah, true, true. But like, like I said, seven and a half miles, uh, probably average pace for me and I, I seem to struggle so it bodes me well for uh, for Pendleway in a day yeah. <laughs> just 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 miles. for context because everyone doesn't know because we have recorded in a funny order we've mm-hmm. done pretty much all of our recording already this week and we recorded the intro last which is a bit topsy-turvy so we are going to explain the context of this in a while what's happening but in case you're there scratching your heads about what the purpose of this episode is Matt got drunk Carlton Towers mm-hmm. and gave John Pickup his email address and is now signed up for 45 mile ultra doesn't particularly want to do it um, yeah I've, I've been signed up now and i've got that in my head uh so yeah i i, I kind of do no no i really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so matt signed up to this ultra um we're trying to help him we've got two experienced ultra runners in jess kenny and uh, big d they're going to talk to us about their running journey. They're also going to try and give Matt some hints and tips and to mix things up a little bit. Matt is actually joining me on the interview. We promoted him to uh, interviewer to the top table. Yeah, nice. You did really well. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, people will listen later on and find out themselves. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Uh, how about your week, man? How's your week been? Yeah, good. Um, got. I'm not. I'm not running loads at the minute, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying my running. So I've, I think. I'm having a really nice, um, it's a really nice juxtaposition from how stressful it was thinking I had to go out and hit all those runs mm-hmm. in marathon training through the summer. So I'm really enjoying the fact that I just go when I want to run. I absolutely want to get my 5k, 10k times down, but there's no real time frame for that. No. So I'm just sort of getting on with it. Um, I'm finding that I'm resting early in the week. I've not run Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. We're right. recording Wednesday night. I'm cutting it fine. But I'm going out tomorrow for a run, um, and then I'll do part run on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, last Sunday, actually, uh, I joined uh, Nick Birch, uh, excellent yeah. running coach, um, uh, and fellow. Well, used and uh, used to be a fellow Sheffield Stry- uh, Steel City Strider, and, uh, and and she reached out after listening to the episode. I think I mentioned it on last week's podcast and said, you know, I'm in a similar boat. I want to work mm. on me, uh, me me middle distances. Uh, she's much faster than me. She's right. a very 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 impressive runner, and. Um, she said, "Should we come come along and we'll do some sessions together?" And she the, and last Sunday she's like, "Do you want to come and join me and, and Kim as well, another friend to uh, do some speed work?" I'm like, "Speed work on a Sunday? <laughs> Are you mad?" Yeah, um, it's just not Strange. the dumb. You, you plod on a Sunday. Mm. Um, but her logic was sound. It was you know I do a long run and it, I get bored. Right. Yeah. So why not incorporate something quicker mm. and it makes the time go faster? So we did a thirty minute warm up. Yeah. Uh, and then we did thirty minutes of half marathon pace. Um, and then the girls carried on and they did some uh, some interval work, some reps, and then a cool down. I, I left it after the two because I wasn't quite feeling up to yeah. doing any more. 
But it was a really enjoyable session. Held 7.45s, I think, in the half-time thing. And generally, when you do them sessions, you can build up a quite a decent amount of mileage, can't you? Well? Absolutely. I mean, I, I did 7.5 without... Yeah. Re- All I did was a warm-up and then a 30-minute speed yeah. session. Um, it was really good. It really enjoyed it. So it's one that I think, especially given the fact that I don't have to build up jump miles on a no. Sunday anymore, I think I'm going to do more of. So be interested if anyone else does it. Let us know if, if anyone else has been... Known to speed work on a Sunday, bang out speed work Sunday. Mm. There you go, hashtag for you. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so yeah, good week, mate, and uh, and back in witness this weekend. So weirdness, weirdness. So running a witness part run. Looking forward to that. Seeing Rob right. Corns, I think hopefully uh, Andy Bradley's not going to be there sadly, but maybe get for a beer with him. Handing out the new uh, the new merch, the new merch. I am. I'm on tour to give out some t-shirts. Good to uh, see people in that at the weekend. Been brill, hasn't yes, it? Yes, loved, loved it. Brill. Yeah, all the people at Part Run, when you were to Part Run uh, Rolla Valley, yeah. in there, that was good. Yeah. And everybody receiving theirs in the post, doing their own Part Runs to, around the country, it's been awesome. Agreed, mate, yeah. It's so humbling to see mm-hmm. 90 people yeah. wanting to wear t-shirts for our stupid little podcast. <laughs> Lovely, innit? We've um, made it, we've made it, pal. We have it. made it, that is, that is, it is this is our moment. Um... But the I think I think the big thing it's a good segue that one, Matt. Yeah, well, that's what we're working for. It was very oh, I was impressed, <laughs> mate. You are learning. Um, big news that's come out, and we stayed away from topical stuff because we don't really have time on the show. But I think it's one worth leaping around on. Um, our group chat illuminated today. It did uh, with talk of announcement of Park Run that they are finally mm-hmm. uh, starting to accept uh, barcodes digitally. Yeah. So previously, Park Run it was a big thing. No barcode, no time. No exceptions. That was a direct quote yeah. from many a run director over the last uh, two decades. But um, they've finally decided no with the advent of technology, the new digital um, uh, phone-based app to yeah. do your barcode scanning. Yeah. Um, they can do it, and they have been, they, you've been able to do it for a while. But they've just not enforced yeah, it. I think it's all, it's all been down to the to the ice, the uh, emergency contact details, aren't it? And that's a really good point, <clears throat> and, and that's probably the conversation point about it. There's there's only two points I really wanted to make about it. Um, the, the first one, I mean, probably the, the prerequisite to it is it, it it doesn't really impact anybody. It just, it just seems strange that we've waited this long for it to come yeah. in if it was something that they wanted to do all along. You know us, we're proverbial fence-sitters, aren't we? So we're not <laughs> going to throw our hats on anything, um, on it being a particularly good or a bad idea. But it logically makes sense to do yeah. it. Um, the two points I did want to make, though, is it was raised in the group chat, very good points, yeah. that, um, that the in-case-of-emergency information that sits on your paper barcode, that yeah. sits on your wristband, whatever it is that you take, is not as readily accessible. So if you were to pass out, if you were to need a defib, if mm. someone, God forbid, was to go horribly wrong, it's harder to get in touch with you in case of emergency. Um, I guess the arguments by devil's advocate would be that that's no different to somebody collapsing in the street. Yeah, you know, you'd mm. still have to get on. The I, phone. I, th- I think more, more that the, more more so that you've you've got people around you. If you do if you do pass out, then you have got people around you. If you go on a solo run on your own mm-hmm. and you pass out. Yeah, you got to wait for the next person that comes back. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I, I saw a thing about um, uh, some people saying how they actually take their partner and wristband mm. on long runs. All oh, right, because it's got the rice yeah, on yeah. it, which is interesting. Um, so I think that's one point that that is a little bit of a uh, that's probably the, the discussion point. Mm. The second point I wanted to make is that it did open. We have a lot of um, volunteers. Yes. Uh, in our in, in our fat like family WhatsApp group, and people were talking about. Oh, excuse me. A little bit gassy. We've been drinking some beers tonight, haven't we? Um, uh, people were talking about how 
they've been getting abuse mm. because of it. And yeah, yeah. the actual statement from Parks, when I read the email that came around this afternoon, and it actually said, because of the abuse that our volunteers have been getting about the fact that people can't use yeah. the parkrun bar, uh, the, the, the digital barcodes, um, this is something we're bringing in. Yeah. And I just wanted, and again, we are fence six for the most part. And I'm not saying that bring it in's wrong. I'm not saying that it's not taking too long. I'm not saying that, you know, using the digital barcodes would have been a good solution sooner. But can I just say, at a volunteer-led run that people give up their time for every week, yeah. if you are one of those people who made people feel uncomfortable because you didn't have your barcode, yes. get in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, 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 and I hope you're dead happy because you've got what you want now. Yeah. And I hope it was worth being horrible to people who don't get paid for doing something and give up their time so you can go mm. on a run. Yeah. You dickheads. <laughs> yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with that. It, like you say, it's volunteers, they give up their free time. It's 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 all done in, in supposed to be in fun and, and a bit of a, a get together of coming together for people and it, it, it spoils it by the by the idiots that uh, argue back and, and cause a scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Over something so stupid as yeah, well. I mean yeah. it says it on the it's it said it all along. Yeah. No park run, no barcode, no time, no exception. Do you think this'll it'll bring people out and, and they'll not bring the barcodes anyway? I mean I keep mine in the back of my phone now anyway, so do you reckon they'll still bring the, the, the barcodes and, and and stuff I, like that. I, I don't know. I, I the for me, just thinking about it logically, I've got my wristband. Yeah. The transaction of going here's my wristband, Marshall. Here's my here's the here's the token. Yeah. Putting it in the back in the bucket okay. is less time consuming and mm. arduous than thumbprint on my phone, scrolling through my photos yeah. or my apps or whatever it is to get hold of it. Yeah, yeah. it, it doesn't feel like people are saying, oh, it's a, it, oh, what a solution. I don't think it is. I think it's more of a pain in the arse, yeah. if I'm honest. I think it's, it's a last-minute thing. I mean, sometimes you might forget your barcode. It's a bit of a pain in the arse and stuff like yeah. that. So maybe maybe it is a, a good idea to, to move that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad idea at all. Mm. Um, and I think it, it is probably the way the world's going. And yeah. fair play that partrun are doing it. And if it does make volunteers' lives easier, then, then yeah. great. And I know that some partruns have been low-key doing it anyway. So... Um, fine i just my resonate my, my kind of like my takeaway point from it the thing that it opened up probably more of a bit of a sore for me is about the idea that they're saying this is in reaction to, the, to people giving mm. people shit and it's like that should never happen no, in our community no. and that is not what parkland's built for mm. so if you're going to get on your soapbox it's not about whether or not they should be there it's about what actions have happened in certain people who probably shouldn't be too proud of themselves mm, for, for getting that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's all. That's, yeah. that's that's my two p on it anyway. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so another segue, park run. <laughs> a happier segue after yes. that little bit of a moan. Um, should we go and have a chat with Mr. Ben Stittle? Yeah. And find out where he's been up to on a very special park run. I'm going to listen in on this one as well. You're actually going to be here. Yeah. yeah. You're going to know what's going on. Are you yeah. excited about that? I can't wait. Should we go and talk to Ben? Let's do it. So, not not just Ben, Matt, Ben and Emma, are you there? Yeah, we're here. I'm here too, yeah, we're here. Didn't know who to speak first then. We don't talk Spanish. over each other. Spanish. Yes, we do, we just did. <laughs> You're still at that stage of your relationship, aren't you? Before you just shout at each other and over each other regularly. That's the stage me and Matt are at in our relationship. <laughs> One does it more than the other. No <laughs> <laughs> you just take it, don't you, mate? Yeah. Um, uh, how are you both? You okay? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. 
long day, but uh, over now. Just been for a run with uh, our Jordan Moat. Oh, good old Moatsy. He's not a shout out this week, so I'm glad that you've uh, I'm glad that you've mentioned it. He's on a roll. I think he's been shouted out like every episode this series. Bless pretty him. much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, every race going, but you know. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> he keeps keeps racing and keeps posting incredible times. He's got another um, race this weekend as well. So well, he's, he'll be on episode ten then, won't he? Go ahead, Jordan. Um, in the meantime, though, we have the important matter of parkrun to talk about. And Ben, it was a landmark one for you this week, was it not? Why don't you give us the rundown on where you both decided to go this week? So this week, as I mentioned last week, was venue number 50 for me. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I've now done 105 parkruns and 50 different venues. I've only done eight venues more than once, uh, um, but this week to to celebrate venue number 50, I put on my Instagram post last, last week for any recommendations, and we got one uh, not too far away up in Leeds. So we had a look, and it looked quite an interesting one. So on Saturday morning, we ventured up the M1 and ended up at, is it Chevin Forest or is it Chevin Forest? I don't know. What do you reckon, Em? Chevin. Chevin. Right, we're going for Chevin. So, yeah, we went to Chevin Forest, which was really, really nice, actually. It was uh, set in the, in the forest, would you believe it? Um, wow. I know, unbelievable. Um, really nice group of volunteers. It's all on trail um it's quite lumpy underfoot in places quite muddy underfoot in places um i think the most notable thing about the actual run itself is the bloody hill that you start on it's an absolute beast it um they set you off and they're like just up the hill and then it's along a bit down a bit and then back along and then you do two laps what they fail to tell you is how steep this hill actually is. Uh, five, if, five, if, it's a, if it's a trailie one, though, sorry to jump in, Ben. If it's a trailie run, though, you're kind of expecting it, aren't you? You're not really no PB times there, are you? Absolutely, yeah. No, you see, you're not expecting super flat and fast. I mean, although I could contradict you there and say Sherwood Pines, that's Ooh, that's, only yes. got, and that's only got ever such a slight incline in it, and that's all on trail, and that's a lovely location. But but this one, I mean, it, they, they really didn't quite pre-warn you for how steep it was at the start and and then when you get to do it on the second lap and uh, you're just absolutely dying up it so but it was fun we had we had a great time um it constantly felt like we were going up I think Emma confirmed that one um there was one quick downhill that was literally over in about 30 seconds and then the rest of the time Emma it just felt like we were going up well, like on Strava, like on the bits where you think it's flat, when you look on the elevation on Strava, it's just all uphill. Like you never feel like you can get your breath back. You just, there's like a lovely little downhill, but that is so short that it's just, yeah. doesn't make up for it. No, no. You're but really it, selling it, guys. <laughs> it's oh. so pretty. It's so pretty there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I recommend it. If you just want a nice, I, I want to say easy run, but. With, yeah. a, with a massive hill in it. It's not easy, but if you take it steady, you can have a great time. It's a great run. Like I say, great volunteers, great location. Um, And yeah, it was a good way to cap off venue number 50. Good. It's a good shout, to be honest, man, because there aren't 
that many traily ones. There, there are ones that aren't on particularly good ground, but I feel like that's a different thing. But hmm. the, the pure trail um, uh, park runs in the north are, are definitely worth visiting. I think that is one of the you mentioned Sherwood Pines, Delamere Forest is another one, isn't it? That offers something a little bit different from a parkrun perspective. Definitely, definitely. Don't get me wrong, I love my flat, fast, concrete ones, but I've done a few trail ones now and I, I, I enjoy them just as much, really. Um, okay, so tell us how you both got on. Please, Em, I'll ask you first, because um, Chatterbox Ben's been taking up the whole conversation so far. <laughs> um, uh, how did you do on your app? Um, well, when we looked at this one after it was suggested, um, I've started looking at the Fibonacci sequence to see if we can take that one off. When we looked at that, it was num event number 13, so we could take off the Fibonacci. Just to jump in there, what, what, what's the Fibonacci sequence? Matt can't really? even pronounce Fibonacci. <laughs> oh, it's... Do you know what? We're not even 100% sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a series of on the challenge, but I can't even remember what. In, in, all right. What Mr. Google says is, in mathematics, the Fibonacci numbers, commonly denoted... I, I can't even say that. That's some kind of mathematical symbol. Is it? Is it just one, guys, that basically at the end of every park run, you just cross your fingers ah. and go, I wonder if it's a higher percentage this week? I've got it. I've got... Oh, no, no. Can you think like prime numbers, but it's not prime numbers. It, it's... Uh... No, it can't. No, it does work. Right. So the Fibonacci, it's a sequence. Oh, you ask, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You'll understand it now. So Fibonacci is a sequence of numbers that the next number is made up of the previous two added together. Oh, OK. Yeah, I get it. I like you get it. it? There you go. See, I knew that all along. I was just teasing. Yeah, oh, yeah. You were just stalling. Yeah, you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, so, OK, so back, back to the 5K apps. We've got some Fibonacci. Fibonacci number 13, um, they also introduced a new challenge a few weeks ago called Prime Numbers, so which reduced everyone's overall percentage because they decided to chuck that in and make it go all the way up to about 600 odds, so all the Prime Numbers up to 600 odds, which there's an awful lot, so not many people will have done many of them, but 13 is one of them, so we got that. Um, uh, 50th Venue, that's another one, that's Half a Cow, I believe they call it. On the tourist scene, and <laughs> on the tourist scene, you know, um, and then uh, and then what else? Oh, stopwatch bingo! I thought to myself, prime opportunity to get a bit of stopwatch bingo here. So coming up to the line, whip the phone out, check me list, check me list, and uh, I managed to. I started walking to the finish, and they're like, "Come on, come on!" And I'm like, "It's all right. I need to finish on an exact number," and they're all kind of looking at me. <laughs> You see this app? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you a funny story about that. So I crossed the line and, and the race, the run director was there with a clipboard. She came over to me and she goes, she's like, why did you need to finish on a certain time? I said, let me introduce you to this. So I went Step into my office. <laughs> <laughs> so. my phone, I went, look, 5K app, challenges, park run, stop watch, bingo. So I showed her and she's like, oh, that's really interesting, that. So, uh, so like, did you get the time you wanted? And I said, as long as your guy stopped me on number uh, on zero five, then yeah, that's another one. She goes, tell you what, I write your name and number down, and I will make sure it is zero five. Oh, it's not what you know, oh, is it? Oh. It's not what you know. Well, well, on my watch, I stopped on zero five, and before I'd mentioned it to her, they said it was zero five. So I don't right. think she assisted in any way, shape, or form. But I got it anyway. So I got four. VAR, VAR. Get it out. Get it out. Honestly. 
So, um, most, more importantly, most importantly, though, guys, where'd you go for coffee afterwards? Oh, do you know what? All around there. So, so we researched and we did it. We had a little look. Some places weren't open till like 10, 11 or 12 o'clock locally. Because um, it, it's in the middle of the forest, they haven't got a like set cafe or anything. Yeah. Um, so we decided to pick somewhere en route back to Barnsley and we found, what was it called now? Cafe Fresh, which is in Rodley, which is actually on the way back home. Um, as I said, now we stopped there and it was dirt cheap, really cheap breakfast. Yeah, really nice. Really, really nice. I think it was 5 95 for a full English, which you'll struggle to find that these days. Um, so we we devoured that, had a nice cappuccino, and then it was the journey home. So, so cafe fresh in Rodley on your way home. And I suppose that that advice could be true of anyone travelling from south to north Yorkshire for any of the multitude of park crews that are in Leeds and Bradford area. Um, plenty. On the way back, couldn't you? It was to be. That's something I didn't mention. It's right next to Leeds Bradford Airport, so you can I even fly there. You can even fly there. Jack could fly in for it. I bet he would. <laughs> Helicopter. Helicopter <laughs> on his private helipad. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have his chauffeur waiting for him at the other end. That's just Matt. He pays Matt to put in a little hat. To um, be fair. Matt... Yeah. Oh no, Matt's not here. He's gone for a wee. Uh, carry on. Can't <laughs> 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 get the help nowadays, guys. Um, uh, amazing. Um, uh, next week, I assume, off on your travels again somewhere else. Exciting. Um. We might be, yeah. We've, 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 there's another couple of active park runners who like to do tourism too that we, we have a bit of a connection with, and they've hinted that they might be up in Yorkshire this weekend. Okay. So we're just waiting for confirmation from them, and we might go meet them this weekend, the Cheshire Runners. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, love them. Uh, uh, yeah, lovely people. Um, Nathan, Nathan and Alice. Yeah, 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 yeah. On, on the old IG. So we might even have a a, a, a bigger conglomerate of parkrun tourism stories for next week. There you um, go. Wonderful. So is the plan just to, I don't know, is it going to go somewhere new or to show them your favourite local? Um, we're going to go somewhere new, we think. Another another semi-newish one. Um, they they suggested it, but they're just but because of where they live, they're working out whether or not they, they want to come and stay in a hotel the night before. So, as soon as we find out, we might be going to meet them. What a lovely, lovely plan. Uh, Instagram, running community, bringing people together for parkrun fun. Um, thanks, guys. And I'm looking forward to hearing all about it next time. Um, as, as always, I think Ben, particularly happy to be getting these suggestions in from Absolutely. people. Um, last couple of weeks now, you've got it on, on people's say so, haven't you? Uh, Temple Newsome and then and then uh, Shevin this week. So, yeah, please, yeah. Keep sending your suggestions in. Let them know where you want to go. We'll give you a very honest review. Um, uh, and you say hello with your local. Uh, Can so I give a shout out to Paul Griffiths? Absolutely. Very Paul yeah. Griffiths, he yeah. got in touch last week and uh, asked me where where's best to go for a park run on his journey um, down south on Saturday morning. So I gave him a few to choose from. I believe he went to Rutland Water okay. and I think he quite enjoyed it. Mm. He had a good adventure, didn't he? He went and met Dean Wicks as well. Uh, too far Another one. Family members. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. another shout-out. Well done to Dean Wicks for uh, carrying on with his park run love now. He's got in it. He's getting into the 5K app, so uh, that's good to see. And 
our very own Neil Marshall. Yep. He's also getting into this park run malarkey. Reluctantly, he seems very grumpy about it, but nah, he's he does what he's told Neil, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He's already admitted that he's uh, been scouring through the 5k app, looking at what can tick off Neil Marshall. So, oh, yeah, he's, al- he's already an addict. And he's already told me that he's been scouting my 5k app as well to see what I've done, because you can actually view other people's 5k apps. You can, you can just search them by name, can't you? As long as the name's not a common one, or you can sneak a look at the barcode number, you sorted. That's it. Um, wonderful stuff. Mm. Uh, one, one last question, and I'm not going to take up loads of time because we have an absolutely packed show this week. Any thoughts, either of you? We talked a little bit in the previous segment um, about the uh, the removal of uh, the requirement for a physical barcode at Parkrun. Um, uh, that's just been announced today, hasn't it, that you can do it on your yeah. phone? I've heard this. I I don't see it as a problem. I, I mean, there, there's two sides to the story. One, it's convenience for people. And if you forget your barcode, you can just do it on your phone. But then on the other hand, with everyone's barcode, there's a, an in-case-of-emergency contact on there. And if people don't have that with them, you run a risk. Yeah. So I think there's two sides to the argument, really. Um, I'm more in favour of the have a physical barcode on you with your in case of emergency so and it's just nice to have it isn't it and what about you um same really i think that's the only issue with it the in case of emergency but i think all they'll have to do is do an announcement at the start of every part run just saying you should be carrying that kind of information on you it's you know we're all grown-ups it's our responsibility to look after ourselves so it makes the only point that we made, I know it's a bit awkward, you guys haven't listened to the previous segment, but the only point that I kind of threw my hat on was the fact that it's not so much that it's happened, it's not necessarily a bad thing that they're going with technology, but the fact that they're saying it's coming from a place that it's to stop people getting abused not being funny if that if, you, if that's the hill you chose to die on giving it a volunteer abuse because you couldn't scan your phone then you probably shouldn't be part of part room do you know what i mean yeah i've lost you again or you just really don't agree with my opinion i reckon you guys can still hear me after um yes we can oh yes. you're back yeah you're back right okay so uh, <laughs> um, yeah i was I, saying that vol- volunteers give up their free time and they come along and without them parkrun wouldn't be what it is so if you're giving them abuse you don't deserve to be at parkrun agreed agreed a good one to sign off on and nice to see that we are on the same page as always my friends uh, right i will lead you to your evening go get yourself some tea looking forward to hearing about your travels next week uh, especially with cheshire runners and where you take them to experience the sights of Yorkshire Park Run. And uh, yeah, big shout out to everybody. Uh, if anybody does go to Chevin Forest on the back of uh, Ben and Emma's recommendation, do let us know how you got on. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers, dude. And there we go, Matthew Taylor coming out the back of mm, coming out the back of Ben Stittle. <laughs> Very good. Uh, what did you think right. of uh, Ben's Park Run adventures this week? Yeah, great, great, great to be with him this this week. Actually, uh, knowing where he's been, uh, yeah, awesome stuff. Matt, well, where, where did Ben go this week? Um, 
You don't where, know, where do it you? Went, where, where, where it went. Stop trying to get away with it because we've not recorded that segment, so you look stupid again. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're recording earlier. Sorry, I tried getting away with it. You've just thrown me another fucking bus. Yeah, you should know by now. <laughs> that is the way these things go. Right, so this would normally be the part in the episode, Matt, where we would uh, be lining up, gearing up, loading up, if you will, our main event, the interview, the chat with members of our wonderful online running community, our Fartlek family, our extraordinary ordinaries. This is the point where usually you bugger off, isn't it? It, it is, yeah, and only uh, do one. Yeah, you, you disappear, I'll do the serious stuff, and then you come back in just in time to sing a song. And yeah, just pronounce... yeah. yeah, for you to piss out at me again, yeah, mispronounce yeah. words and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. be our dancing monkey, basically. Absolutely, that is, that is the way this goes. Um, however, that's not going to happen today, is it? Because you've asked for a little bit of extra airtime. Yes, I think I might need it. Hmm. Well, I, I do. Why, why don't you tell people what we're going to be doing today and why you're not disappearing? Uh, we're going to be talking to two people who are ultra runners. And because I signed up to an ultra drunkenly, mm-hmm. I think we need to get them in and, and, and talk to them and try and get some hints and tips. Mm. Because obviously I, did, I wanted to sign up for this ultra, didn't I? But uh, You didn't. No, I didn't. Not, not at all. Peer pressure. Yeah. And yeah. and just five beers deep and then JP ended up getting hold of my uh, my email address and he signed me up to a forty five mile ultra. Yeah. Ah. So how how are you feeling? Oh, it's it's, it's, only, it's only in February, isn't it? So it's what, three, three months away? It's I'm, not very long. Oh, it's it's scary. It's longer than a marathon and that's scary enough. So uh, yeah, I'm quite uh, apprehensive about it to be honest with you. But Matthew Taylor Three months, 12 weeks, it is plenty of time to get yourself in some kind of race shape, some kind of ultra marathon condition. I mean, you're probably going to have to go out and run at least once or twice, which will be a change <laughs> for you. Um, but why don't you introduce, why don't you tell the people listening who you've brought along, who your uh, Mr. Miyagi's are going to be on this journey of <laughs> wax on, wax off towards an ultra? <laughs> right, then. so as we've addressed, we've signed up to the Rasselbock six-hour event, Rob and I, and I have also signed up to the 45-mile Pendleway in a day event in February. So we've got two fine guests with us this evening. Uh, to legends of Instagram community, self-proclaimed ultra-dicks, veteran distance runners, and super-supportive humans to tell us how it's done. So first of all, we've got with Race to the Stones and Run to the Sea, amongst many more under a belt, we've got Jess Kenny underscore. Jess, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. I'm really laughing at um, Matt saying that it's longer than a marathon. It's quite a lot longer. (laughs) (laughs) He said that like it was like a 50k. Yeah, no, no, 45 miles. (laughs) All right, all right, gotta leave it out. (laughs) Good, good, good start, and and apparently an incredibly wise choice for somebody to help you, Matt. But continue. Maybe you're the person who'll be a little bit more supportive. I oh, definitely. I don't, I don't know why I've got Kenny on, because I, 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 I'm going to get nothing from her. Uh, last but by no means least, we've got uh, Hadrian's Wall 62-miler, Tames Pass 100-miler medals, hung on his medal hanger, and with lots sandwiched in between, please join us in welcoming Big D. Derek, how are you doing, man? You do realise it's nearly two marathons, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not helpful either. You are screwed, Matthew Taylor. I thought I'd get some a little bit of uh, sympathy from Derek, but it appears not. Thank you, Derek. 
<laughs> Wonderful. Well, I tell you what, I am going to jump in. I'm going to be the, the Scrooge, the spoiler and all this. As much as it would be lovely to spend the next 35 minutes just ripping the piss out of Matt and his terrible life choices. Um, I, I, that's not the only reason we're here, guys. I have wanted you both on the show from the absolute start. And I think that I'm not the only one in the Instagram running community in the Fartlek family that wants to find out a little bit more about you. So if it's all right with you guys, a little bit of a structure for the next half hour, I'm going to be asking you some questions, talking a bit about your running journeys, find out a bit more about the two of you, and peppered into that, Tiny Dancer might be begging a few favours and tips to get him round Pendle Way in a day in February. Does that sound all right? Fantastic. Marvellous. Wonderful. Said with such excitement. Um, and said with such excitement, Jess Kenny. Yeah. Let's come to you first. So tell me a little bit for somebody who might not know. Talk to me about how you first got into running. How did your journey begin? And more importantly, how did it end up in you being, well, let's say, addicted, obsessed with a seasoned veteran ultra runner? Um, I mean, it's quite a short journey, actually. It's only been a couple of years. I tried to run loads when I was a teenager and through uni and stuff but I every time I'd get to 10k I'd go this is shit and stop <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it was I decided to run my first half marathon and decided that was shit and I didn't want to do that again <laughs> so I thought I'll try one marathon I'll see how that goes I'll do one marathon and I signed up for the Edinburgh marathon and then lockdown happened and then one thing led to another, so I just ran it on my own, and I quite liked that. I liked running on my own, and I liked just being left alone for hours and got a bit carried away. Mm. Is it so? So obviously that that's led to you tackling the longer distances. Is it the 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 challenge of the the solitude and the the endurance that that, that keeps you coming back? Yeah, I mean I. I like it because I do like that there's a challenge. I bloody love a challenge. I like thinking I'm not sure I can do something and going, yeah, I absolutely can. I'm proving to myself that I can. Um, but also, I do just like being out for hours on my own. And it's kind of frowned upon to just go and sit on your own in a field for hours. So, yeah. Get a, me get a medal for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even have that many medals. I mostly just do them on my own. I've never even ran a marathon. I just mm. do them all on my own. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Change it up. And then, uh, Dave, I come to you, man. Tell me a little bit about how, I mean, Jess is ridiculously young, which you always forget about. So how, how, how long have you been running for? Talk to me about how you got into, into running full stop. Well, Jess is ridiculously young. I'm not as ridiculously old. <laughs> uh, so, so, sorry, mate. <laughs> Kicked off with a bang, offending you. Carry on. Um... I can't actually specifically say what got me into running because it's it's something I've always done. I've not done running per se up until the first time I ran was during my first year at uni. So we're talking about 2006 or seven, mm -hmm. And I just went, I want to run over there, which was a bunch of shops. And I don't even know how far it was. It was only until sometime two years ago that it turned out to be 5K. Because this was way back when Strava, I don't think, was a thing. Watches weren't a thing. I think MySpace or Facebook just came into being. This is how old I am. I love MySpace. <laughs> we, can, we can do a whole episode on how good MySpace yeah. was. But continue. Um, I just went, I'm going to run to a bunch of shops, ran, read some books, then ran back. And that was 
and then one day the uh, catalyst was what if I don't stop ran there ran back went okay that was pretty cool and then had dinner um, solid that was the start <laughs> Um, you you uh, you had you've also had a foray into the older uh, the tough mudder style competitions. Has that always been something that interests you? Know the challenging terrains, the different different ways of approaching endurance athletics. Yeah, um, so I haven't actually done a tough mudder. I probably won't ever get a t- do a tough mudder because they don't give out medals and yeah. headbands <laughs> don't really thrill me enough. Don't to float your boat. Do it. Um, but I've done Spartans, I've done uh, the other one, uh, I, I had a dirty weekend with Rat Race, mm-hmm. I've done a whole slew of sort of optical races, but it's quite fun because they're short, but you run, you might have to lift something, you might have to climb over something, so it is, it's like the cross-training of endurance, if you will. Mm. And, and certainly good training for the longer stuff that comes. What 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 took you then? So so you are known for being someone who will just pop up at an ultra event and run with somebody, which I think is absolutely incredible, by the way. What what took you on your journey from saying I want to go and do these endurance longer events? It's the ultra running that that I'm into, as opposed to if not in conjunction with you know the road racing, the shorter stuff. Incredibly, um, not incredibly. Oh, I fluffed that up. In, an incredible sense of naivety. Mm. Yeah. Because an yeah. ultra was my third race. Wow, really? And how and did I, you find that first one then? It, it was an ad in the paper. It yeah. was, uh, it, well, it, here's the thing I didn't actually know I did it, an ultra, until many years later when I was trying to figure out how many I'd done. And okay. It, it was a London to Brighton 100k in 24 hour walk thing in 2012. And I had a, a chap from work join me who absolutely knackered himself, not even halfway through. And we got to 100k. He, he sat down and went, I can't move. So we called someone to pick him up and he said, Oh, do you want to get in here with him? I went, Nope. Because the finish was actually five kilometers away. So I ran it. Wow. And I was the last person to get over the finish line. I, 29 hours i think well apart 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 from your mate who was still in a car he didn't finish at all did he so. <laughs> <laughs> he got to the 100k fair play to him mm-hmm. um, yeah was sort of I had to jump over barbed wire fence that plays into a lot of stories trying to get over barbed wire fences mm, because of course we'll, we'll get on to sort of the the interesting terrains that that one tends to come up against in in an ultra field it's slightly different to going and doing a road marathon isn't it um oh. matthew how are you feeling oh. after listening to these early few stories how am I supposed to feel? I mean, uh, <laughs> naive. Yes, I think mm. what I, him, him saying he was incredibly naive. Uh, Derek saying that. I think uh, I think that's what I might be. <laughs> mm. I think that's what I might be. be. Uh, now, now he's mentioned the barbed wire as well. Um, have you seen that at all? I am. I'm not going to get any over any fences, am I? Really? You'll have to go. You'll have to go under the barbed wire. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm I, I, you're making it worse. I think. I think. Having Derek and Kenny on is going to make me feel even worse about these ultras, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Mm, Although wonderful. Matt, if this if this helps in any way, there's an expression that Ross Edgley he swam around mainland Great Britain, I think, about two or so years ago. He had an expression which is naive to start and stubborn to finish. Ah, I like that. I like that. I am a stubborn. But Donna Donna always says I'm quite stubborn, so that might that might see me through. I don't think it's quite. That the will same see you thing. through. Mm. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not sure if you just disagreeing over which takeaway to have on a Friday night is quite the same <laughs> as digging into to, to, to finish a <laughs> Uh, but I, t- I tell you what, then, Matt, why don't we take this opportunity, whilst you are so full of confidence, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to, to see if the guys have got any tips for you. Have you got any, you got any questions you want to ask? Uh, no, just, just, yeah, just what, what's the biggest tip you can give me in, pre- in preparation for it? So either prepping for the race itself, what I need to bring, what I need to take, or actually during the race, what, what is the one thing that you'd say to somebody? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the main thing in preparing for the race is taking your fueling and your hydration seriously, because I take it so, so seriously. And it's probably the only thing I take seriously. And I've never had a point in any run or race where I've felt low on energy or crap, even, you know, 60 miles in stones. And I think I put it down to that. So make sure that your fueling and your hydration is spot on. Um, and don't be a little bitch about the rest of it. There you go. And <laughs> so so with, fu- with fueling, Kenny, then, I know it's, for, for marathon, it's just like a couple of gels and stuff like that. Yeah. What, would you t- what would you take for, for, a, for a ultra? Um, I mean, I am the most difficult person to feed in the whole world because um, I can't have gluten or dairy. Oh. And so I tend to just have sandwiches, jam sandwiches and ready salted crisps and just loads of gels and Haribo. And that sees me through. Nice. Nice one. Yeah. What about you, uh, Derek? What would be our one tip to give an aspiring ultra runner <laughs> myself? Aspiring. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'll be quiet. I'll go on mute. <laughs> Oh, that's what you said. Inspiring. So. <laughs> Definitely not that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on mute too. Um, time on your feet, because right. when if you train for for any distance, be it 5k up up to marathon, you will put in a certain amount of training on your feet. For that, anything more, your your feet are gonna know, and I think sort of spending time on feet is important if you're spending more than five hours which might be difficult because you drive a bus but I, I drive a crane I drive, I drive a crane now but, but yeah taking offence to the fact that he's he's changed vehicle that he drives I'm writing all these down yeah I think that's uh, the the main one. What what helped me is I work in a, a school, so I'm constantly on my feet, and the feet hurt a lot of the time. And then I go and do other stuff, or I have to go and then do a run, or I then have to go and do something. So I'm constantly on the feet. So when I eventually would go to a race, my feet aren't complaining yeah. about that. So I think that would be the the main one if I'm doing an ultra. Yeah. Solid, solid advice. So I hope you've got that written down, Matt. You need to focus on your nutrition and you need to actually go out and run sometimes. So whilst he is thinking about the next piece of advice he would like to ask you for, I want to jump back into your respective running journeys for a little bit, if that's okay. So Jess, if I come to you first of all, I know that your running journey is relatively young um, compared to some. Um, however, um, I, I, have you got any sort of race memories, any events that stand out as, as great experiences? I mean, I, 
I'm, I'm hoping you say something ultra-related because we've got a bit of a theme to the show, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. <laughs> but is there, is there any one race or one moment, one experience that really stands out as sort of, oh, man, that one will be with me forever? I mean, I've got to say race to the stones, really, don't I? Because that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that I, I always knew about it growing up because I live near the Ridgeway and I've always known of people that have done it and I've thought that's absolutely mad that that cannot be possible that a human can do that and then I signed up to it about a week before my first 50k because I had a little little thing in the back of my head that went maybe you could do it and then I went well I have to now um and I think crossing that finish line will probably stay with me for the rest of my life because I just sobbed like a baby and, and and so you should have as well. Absolutely incredible feat and, and achievement. Um, uh, Dee, how about you, man? Is is the one? I know you've, you've you've got a few more under your belt. Is the one that really sort of resonated with you? You know, at the end of it, you were like, "Wow, that that was good." It was actually my my first DNF. Um, okay. My first uh, hundred mile attempt back in 2018, because. I was I was doing it in memory of a an old school an old friend of mine who passed away the year before, and again I went into it very naive. I, I've done ultras, I've done um, a, a fair few under my I'd say under my belt. I hadn't. It was along a um, hundred miles along the Thames, starting at the Barrier and ending in Goring, and. I made the mistake of crossing Putney Bridge and going on the wrong, getting quite lost, it getting dark. I then crossed another bridge and went around an island in Walton on Thames, at which point I thought I was going to have a full-on mental breakdown because I'd gone in a circle. Uh, a friend had to calm me down over, over the phone, um, then got to, what was it, Staines, of all places. Nice place. Mm. It was dark, so I couldn't see much. And then had to, I had 20 minutes to get five kilometers to the halfway point. Bolted, nearly got in my friend's car. It's like, what are you doing? You need to run. I realized my mistake. Then bolted again. Uh, they let me go on. And then it wasn't until 30 miles down the line when I had, again, another 20 minutes to get six miles. And that I absolutely broke down crying. And then I saw a pheasant run headfirst into a fence, which was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, puts it into context. <laughs> and it, uh, I, I call this a very proud moment because I then spent the next sort of few miles trudging along to Henley. Sort of very despondent. I've been awake for over 30 hours at this point. Gets to the near the checkpoint I went right I need to not look like this I'm going to stand up straight shoulders back and I did that and there was an immense sense of sort of strength and pride and I went up to the uh, people manning the checkpoint and they said yes unfortunately you have been timed out shook their hand walked up to my friends and sobbed just cried so hard it was like Chewbacca having an orgasm <laughs> And I Mate. just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I don't know what I was sorry for. I was just so tired and I was just absolutely in, in pieces. But 
I did 80 miles. I effectively did 100, and that one will stay with forever. So there's lots of crying, Matt. Yeah, I, I, I get the impression that, that you're going to cry, Matt, is what I reckon is going to happen at some point. No, I, I was going to relate to it because he said it's his first DNF and then he, then he went on and said he's 100 miler. I mean, I'm only doing 45. Having <laughs> yeah, I, I, I the, the, the guts to, to actually sign up to a 100 mile in the first place. Man, what were you thinking? <laughs> Impressive. That was my first thought after, after paying that was, the money. <laughs> That was yeah. that, 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 that that was what caused Chewbacca orgasm, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, so I've already win. done hundred k. I figured hundred miles would be the next logical step. Logical <laughs> exactly, step. It definitely is. Such a big jump, such a big jump. Uh, Matt, Matt, while yes. while you've been uh, waiting patiently in the background, any more thoughts of um, of advice that you think you might need from the guys? Uh, well, I've done what's the biggest tip you can give me to do it in preparation, so I'll go opposite then. <laughs> I'm, I'm full of the best questions, me, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> the one thing I shouldn't be doing when I prepare for this this race or doing during the race or, or you know, what, 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 what's the one thing I shouldn't do? Can I, can, can, can I answer it? <laughs> you, prob- you, you, pro- you probably shouldn't be running an ultra. <laughs> <laughs> but... But I'll go on mute now. Gave JP my email address, so he signed me up, and now I can't get out of it. I know, I know you just peer pressured into it. You shouldn't run an ultra if you don't want to run one, but that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, Jess, any advice for what you should not be doing in preparation for this ultra? Just don't bloody moan about it. It's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's actually that is kind of it. Like it's the for me at risk of sounding way too serious um that like negative self-talk is just I think it's just so damaging when you're training for an ultra like I I just refuse to accept that I won't be able to do it and if I'm doing a training run like I went out and did a 40 mile training run for stones which I didn't have to do like there was absolutely no need for me to do it but I decided I was going to do it and um it was really, really, really bloody hard, but at no point did I say I wasn't going to do it or that I couldn't do it. And I think the main thing is just not talking yourself down and going, why am I doing this? This is shit, unless you're saying it as a joke, because then it's funny. Yeah. That's, that's why I, I, always, I, I always say stuff as jokes. I've just written down, down here on my notes. I've just got all I've put is, yes, I can. That's all I've wrote. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to make a T-shirt. There you go. Yes, yes, I can. Yes, you and, can. And, and, and on the back, probably. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Kenny and Dee drag me. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, uh, Derek, how about... pick you up. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll carry you. Um, uh, and, any, any words of advice for what Matt needs to avoid then, Derek? Uh, I think I might just expand on what dear old Kenny has said um, don't internalise thoughts externalise them because the moment they take hold it will cast a shadow over the entire experience even if you were to finish you'd be like but I had these thoughts instead look at everything around you even the floor and when you find it difficult what what I've been doing is I mean, COVID helped because of the two-meter rule. I will look at the floor like about two meters in front of it. If I can get there, then I can get to the next point, and then get to the next point. And 
you then break the distance down as long as you get those little own internal checkpoints along the way then you will make it and believe that you can do it regardless of what some other people why am i being dragged into this i didn't sign up for an ultra although common common yes people doing (laughs) phrases of people telling them they can't do it and that just adds fuel to the fire yeah, Rob, so stop telling me I can't do it. No, <laughs> I'll keep doing it. But it's really funny. This, this, this is the trade I want to support you as a friend. It's also hilarious. Um, right, okay. Have, have, you, have you written that down? Yes, believe. Believe in yourself. And believe yes, and, 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 and stop talking to Rob for the next three months. Is right, it, okay. It, I, before, <laughs> I before he in it. I before yeah. he, mate. Yeah, well done. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I've I've got another question back on back on the ultra conversation. So, um, we've we've touched on this a couple of times on the show this series, which I know I know Jess will know all about because she listens to every episode. Um, um, uh, ultra marathons have become incredibly popular, um, especially since lockdown, since COVID, and everyone's got their own reasons for it. Jess, if I come to you first. Do, what, why do you think it is? What, what do you think this ultra boom is down to? What's causing it? Why is everyone suddenly signing up for them? I think because they're seeing people who they would consider normal and like them doing it. And when things like that happen, it snowballs because people go, well, if they can do it, why can't I do it? And then when they see people have these massive achievements that kind of don't really make sense because why would you want to do that people get curious and they want to give it a go and I mean once you've done one it's pretty hard not to want to do another Mm. completely different experience isn't it so to any other form of running I think is 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 the message that we hear time and time again uh Dee one thing I wanted to ask you man as well on the on the back of that uh Jess made a really good point I think about you know seeing people who are like you do it and the, the 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 advent of social media and the growth of the Instagram running community, I think, has certainly contributed to that because it's so much more in your face. You can see people's journeys so much more clearly. Um, and I know that you you certainly pride yourself on, on being a sociable runner and just rocking up when people don't expect you <laughs> and surprising them in, in, in that amazing way you do. And you've done it with us as well. Um, how, how big a part does that social side of it play in your running journey? Not all that much. <laughs> it's, 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 it's my social side of running is about as young as dear Kenny. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so I don't know what... why I'm calling her dear Kenny. Dear Kenny. I know it's, it's like a thing. It, 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 it's, yeah, forevermore. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in the bio of the episode. Derek and be, dear Kenny. That could be my new, my new Instagram handle. It's like I'm an agony aunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Dear, dear oh, Kenny. Dear. Segment coming, dear I don't Kenny. hate that idea. Yeah, why, why am I running a marathon from Tiny Dancer? Um, um, so, 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 you, so what changed then, mate? That's, I'll switch the question up. If you are relatively new to running with people, what, what changed your mindset? What made you want to start reaching out and, and doing the social side of things more rather than the solo runs? I mean, it's just almost like the start of when I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was, I think when pages, I think it was on, on 
Facebook, I saw one for Adidas running, and I went to one then. I met a guy, Michael, who's uh, the Urban Challenger on on Instagram, and it was because I was wearing a Training for a Spartan t-shirt, and we started talking, and we did um, a Spartan trifecta together that year. Um, and, I mean, if if there was more time, I'd definitely go into this next section, but I'll give you the watered-down version, which it's, it's a phrase, I mean, bleep this if, if you want, but it's a phrase, fuck it. Because mm-hmm. I saw a post by a page which is not longer around called What If I Run With You? And a guy, Tommy Barber, put, um, did a post where they wanted to do the Ragnar Relay, which was coming over here for the first time, and I went, fuck it, I want to do this. And really, that is the reason why I'm now talking to you. Yeah. Because if I hadn't have done that, I don't really know how my life would have turned out. And I certainly wouldn't have been rocking up to Aldridge knowing how hard they are and wanting to sort of assist but not take over the effort of running it because I wholly think they could do it completely. Yeah. Yeah. And no, amazing. And, 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 you, and you know what? I think you need to give yourself a lot of credit because you, you are a ray of sunshine. I know I say that uh, from experience and on behalf of everybody else that when you rock up unexpected, it makes everybody's day. And, uh, and, and I'm glad that you found us. And I'm glad that you found that part of uh, that part of running. Uh, Jess, I'm going to come back to you as we start thinking about uh, wrapping up. Uh, what have you got in plan? What's coming next for you? So, well, bloody Pendle fucking way. Which I'm really excited to just, you know, do with Matt whinging the whole time. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah. I'm going to be whinging the whole time because it's going to be bloody freezing. Yeah, and I don't know if you know, <laughs> don't know if you know this about me, guys, but I can't handle the cold very well. Mm. Um, <laughs> I might have mentioned it. Um, what, was that, what was that you were saying about positive attitude when running? <laughs> yeah, but I'm positive at running through and through, but when it's cold, I am a miserable bitch. Okay. Good to know. <sighs> Write that down. I, yeah. Miserable bitch. Two miserable bitches together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Sunshine, so I'll thaw you right out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, there's nothing better than running with D. He's a ray of joy um but then i'm doing race to the castle so doing another 100k um which i hope to do a bit faster and a bit better than the last one um but that's literally all i've got planned for next year i'd like to do a 100 miler but not not probably until the following year Sounds sounds like enough to me, to be honest, mate. I'm feeling <laughs> feeling tired just listening to you reel it off. Uh, Dee, what about you, man? What have you got coming up? Pend away. Uh, Rasselbot. Rasselbot, <laughs> yes. Oh, Rasselbot's going to be amazing. Well, I'll just I'll, I'll reel off the note. There's Rasselbot in January. Pend away in uh, February. Um, in August is possibly my biggest challenge somewhat to date, which will be the lead to Liverpool to now race with 135 miles. Wow. Jesus. Uh, that is a little bit scary saying it out loud. Um, actually, there is something, if you don't mind, uh, a little announcement. Yes. Uh, month, I'm going to be doing or t- trying to 
at two FKTs um, in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, one it will be the Central Line, and the other is going to be the Northern Line. The Central Line is about sixty miles, and about fifty. Yeah. And what's going to make it even more special is I'm going to be raising money for in. Joe. Yeah, yeah, the the amazing Joe. You're breaking up a little bit, D. So I'm just going to take over from you. So yeah, you're doing. You're, you're running. You're running. I was holding it too far from my mouth. There we go. We've got your back. Um, we might edit that out. We might leave it in. But in I, 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 I think it's a good summary. It was all down to the emotion, D, wasn't it? Um, you're running. You're running in support of our amazing Josephine, aren't you? So amazing. We're going to put all the stuff in our bio about that. People can find out. Nearly need to get behind. Just support you. Um, we certainly do. And we'll be uh, plugging and plugging and plugging as we go. Um, and best of luck to you, sir. Uh, Matthew Taylor. Mm-hmm. Any, any final thoughts? How are you feeling about Pendle Way now? I just want to answer a question that you asked Kenny earlier, saying why, why the Ultras are becoming so popular. And this why, isn't why your interview. Yeah, but that's what... <laughs> Because people sign up for you when you're pissed up. That's why. That's why it's so <laughs> what, 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 what did Jess say about not moaning? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll cross that off. <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah. what, what are your takeaway thoughts, Tiny Dancer? My takeaway thoughts, yeah. Just, just don't be a little bitch. Uh, yes. Yes, I can. Believe in yourself. Uh, concentrate on your fueling and hydration uh, and then time on your feet uh, from, from what uh, Derek has told me. So, uh yeah, I'm going to stop bitching in the morning. I'm going to say yes, I can, and I'm going to try and... I'm not going to try. I am going to do it. I yeah. am going to do it. There we That's go. That's the attitude. Change, change my mentality. And, and, and you know what, my friend? You have got some great supporters who will be along for the ride with you, not just the two incredible... Obi-Wan Kenobis that have uh, joined you with some insight for the last half an hour, but some great experienced ultra runners doing Pendle Way in a day with you. And all joking aside, you are stubborn, but you are a very, very capable runner and you do get things done when you want to. And all, and I know we've got Bants and I know that I'm taking the piss, but you're going to absolutely smash it just like everybody else. And as much as I've got absolutely no desire to run it myself, I'm very much looking forward to being at the end with a pint for you. Maybe maybe a pint and a hot it's chocolate. Like a plan, sounds like. Yes, awesome. Can't wait. So before we let everybody go, uh, Jess, in case who doesn't know, how can people find you if they want to give you a follow on the old Instagram? Oh, come on, guys. You know what it is. It's Kenny underscore. I just wanted you to say it. (laughs) That's four wise. I really want to change it, but I can't now because you guys have made it a thing. It's it's, (laughs) yeah, it is now. And, And D, how can people get you? Uh, uh, I am at Derek Goes Running and also at the Running Photo Guy. There we go. So um, thank you so much for your time. Uh, always a pleasure to catch up with pals. Um, good luck with plans for 2022. You're going to smash it. And please do bring him home safe to me in February, please. Um, Matt, should we get back over to the next segment? Yeah, let's get on with it. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Uh, see ya. <laughs> So, Matthew Taylor, do you feel any more confident about running an ultra, yes or no? I'm going to say no for comedic value. <laughs> uh, but the real answer, the real answer is uh, is still no. 
Well, I think the thing, the, there were some real nuggets of, uh, of 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 gold in there, weren't there? That really good, there were good insight and tips about what you need to do. The problem is that you've just got to go and do them now, haven't you? Yeah, I've got to put them into practice, and I, I, I'm all talk, but uh, but no uh, no substance. So yeah, I need to need to get out and actually run. I've been out today, like I said in in the start of this episode. I've been out today, runner runner, but I didn't feel comfortable. So. Uh, We'll see how it goes. I'm just going to believe in myself. Uh, stop letting you putting me down. Um, what? Like I'm some kind of bully? <laughs> You're... No, it's, not my, yeah, but... it's, not, it's not my fault you don't ever run. Ever. And, and uh, another thing I got from Kenny is to, uh, to eat more. So, yeah. Mm. Win, win, win. I, don't, I don't think she means kebabs. No, probably not. Probably not. Mm. Have, a th- no. have, a th- have a think about that nutrition plan. Anyway, uh, let's move on. I'm sure we'll quick, quick, quickly before we do, we're just just covering what uh, what um, Derek was uh, saying before. I know he, he yes, out a little bit. Yeah, uh, I know he's struggling and he got a bit emotional. But uh, the thing he's raising money for is uh, is Joe and Copper Copperfield. Uh, he's planning to run the Central Line and the Northern Line uh, and get fu- get fucked or FKT's fastest known time. So he's, yep. he's planning to run those two uh, underground lines. Uh, and try and get the fastest known time for them in uh, in support of Joe and and Copperville and and Cancer. So uh, I'm sure I've been working with I've I've been working with Derek um, sorting out a, a logo and a, a bit of a graphic. So I'm sure I'll be posting that in the next couple of days. So if you want to find out more about that, just head over to his uh, Instagram page. Uh, Derek goes running, I think it is. Uh, yep. All the info on the bio, bio on this. Uh, and just head over to that and see, see what he's up to. It's a, it's a long old way, they, those those two lines. So uh, good luck to Derek and what he's trying to achieve. Yeah, brilliant update, Matt. Covered it perfectly. Mm. Nothing to add. Nice. Uh, just that we're behind you, Derek, and we're going to keep plugging you every step of the way. Love you, love you, love you. Uh, right, with that being said, let's move on to somebody else who we love and somebody mm-hmm. else who we tolerate. Um, <laughs> so if you remember, Matthew Taylor. Um, yeah. Jack is still trying to get in the inner circle. We're at... We're, we're, dragging this one out and um and we've got to a point where the would you rather's have run their course uh whole segment's run its bloody course to be honest but here we are and um uh, and he's had to go away and get some references so if he can get somebody who's already in the inner circle to uh approve him to um uh, promote him to vouch for him then perhaps statman john might let him join so if you've never listened to us before, this is making no sense, but it's not going to make any more sense over the next 10 minutes, so just enjoy it anyway. Um, Jack, let's get you on first. Are you there, sir? Are you ready to be entered? I am, but I just want to check, am I the guy that you tolerate or the guy that you love? You don't want to know the answer to that question. <laughs> I'll, ju- I'll just think. I'll, I'll tell myself what the answer is. Yeah, I'll just you make do myself that. feel better. The irony is that in about two minutes, that man John's going to come on and clarify and probably upset you. So, um, well, I'm sure I'm sure I'll be tolerating Matt on the Pendleway in a day. I don't know how I'm going to cope spending that much time with him, moaning about be, his Achilles. He'll be fine. He'll no, he won't. He'll be awful. Um, so um, I'll get round. I'll get round. That's all you need to know, Jack. I'll get round. You'll get round, and he'll beat you as well. Oh, fighting talk. Yeah, um, yeah. So, he'll pull away from me like he like he does, and every time he runs with you, he just buggers off, doesn't he? Yeah, but I don't think he can pull away from you, mate. That's the problem. You're a lot faster than him. And also, he's not very good up hills because he's so little. <laughs> it's harder for him to get the momentum to get all the way up. He'll just start rolling back down. Anyway, this segment is not about making fun of Matt, so stop distracting me, Jack. It's about making fun of you. Um, how are yes. you feeling? How has your hunt been to get access to some uh, 
references, some recommendations from your inner circle peers? Oh, well, on the terms of how am I feeling, um, I feel quite well, uh, quite warm. The radiator heating has just come on, which is good. On the terms of getting people's references, I've managed to get, let me just count them on my fingers. Four. Four. Yeah, I think that's four people. It's four yeah. people. I didn't want to ask you two guys because you're big, credible members of the inner circle, and I don't want to tarnish you if you say the wrong thing that upsets Stan. So what you're John. saying is, Jack, is other people are not credible members. Is that what you're saying? No, they are credible <laughs> members, but you two are like you two are like the first members. I think of you as like the the vice captain. So if Statman John wasn't around, then you'll yeah. be sort of holding the yeah. meetings there. And also, Jack, can, I, can, can I just point something out? Do you know when we first, before we started recording, mm. and, uh, and and we sat down and we said, right, so how are we going to make this segment last for the next four weeks till the end of the series? And we said, what we're going to do is Jack's going to present one every single week. And you've mm. just told everybody that you've got four. <laughs> I have. <laughs> we can, we can, it on. we can have one this week. <laughs> I could always get some more in that time. You are absolutely. We're not. We're not cutting. This is going out. This is going on the episode. I could get. I could get I, you I made, ruin. Okay. You ruin I've everything. I've got four at the moment. I could no, get a surprise no, fifth one. No, the no. You're supposed to have said I've got one, and then we play the one, and then we go and send you to get another one. Oh my god. Just, just pretend I've it can got... happen. So how many, how many, how many have you got, Jax? Now how many have you got? Uh, unfortunately, I only managed to get one. Oh, man. No one else that wanted. No one else wanted to give me a reference. Absolutely useless, aren't you? You can't even go out and get any more than one reference. That is diabolical. Because they hated me. They they didn't know what to say about me because there was so much good stuff to say. I think I think we've saved it. Come on, carry on. You win. This is this is ridiculous. Absolute amateurs. Right. Uh, moving on. Let's get a professional on to save this. Matt. Oh, I'm I'm trying to attempt that without a stumble. Yes, please. Or did you expect a new song? I don't know either. It was pretty good last week. So I'm happy for you we'll, to go we'll, with whatever you we'll, want. I, I'm going to stumble off the bat, I think, this time. We'll, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a roll. Ready? Go on then. Yep. Call him Reader. Call him John. Call him Insane. Call him SMG. Call him what you like. Because long as you call him time and again, feel the presence of the aura of the man. None to compare. People are dying just for a chance, just to touch his hand or a moment to share. Can't deny the urge to make them want to lose themselves to the debonair one. Holding back the simple fact is that he's all bad and he's always near one. Sex can, sexy can perplex me now, you know who's raw. As if he didn't know before, I knew what he wants and he wants right now. He wants you and then he wants a million more. Call him Mr. Raider. Call him Mr. John. Call him SMG. J. 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 Stop my John! That was perfect, Matt Walden. Hello, lads. Hello, lads. Go. Can I have one sec? Can I have one sec? Is that all right, lads? Yeah, yeah. Goes again. Right, that's it. Let me finish. Let me stand back. Let me finish. Right, final, final bit, final bit. Right, perfect. That's it. Do what you like now. Why, <coughs> why crying? Of course, of course, I'm going to tell people it's yours. What's wrong with you, lad? Right, carry on. Bloody hell. Hello, lads. Um, dare I ask what's going on, Statman John? Oh God, this lad. I'm just doing a bit of artwork with um, uh, Banksy. Have you heard of him? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, he's a pain. No, <laughs> oh, that's it. Don't worry, they won't tell anyone. Carry on, lad. <laughs> um. So what? What are you getting up to with Banksy? Are you Are you helping him out? Is that what's happening? Just every week, we I do a bit of work, and he claims it as his own. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, how's your week been to that, my John? Uh, it's been good. Uh, oh, a bit interesting, actually, this week. Um, the people opposite, they've got a new cat. Um, so I've been earning its trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous laughing. <laughs> uh, and how's that gone? Good so far. I'm uh, also trying to become weightless so I can ride it like a camel. <laughs> <laughs> around the street. Any any tips on how to become weightless? I believe you are, and you will yeah. become weightless. Of course, of course. Yes, very good. And what did you think of Matt's intro song? Fantastic. That tiny little wise man, he does pull on my heartstrings. He's good, isn't he? He's good. Um, I tell you who else is here. You might not feel quite as positive about him, but Jack Jack's in the background. That's MJ. Always creeping about, isn't he? <laughs> You're not saying hello, Jack. Yeah, I, I didn't know whether Sam and John wanted. Hello, sorry, I stopped talking. That's all. <laughs> 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 the nerves in his voice. Uh, man John. Um, so we set the task, didn't we, uh, last week for Jack to go away and get some references. Why don't you ask Jack how many references he's got, Statman John? Go on, lad. How many? Double digits. Oh, unfortunately not, Satman. I I don't think people wanted to. I've only actually got one for you, I'm afraid. <laughs> I did try. It's ridiculous. Uh, so he's got one, SMJ. Uh, not mm. four, one. Um, uh, so what do you reckon? Should we? Who's it from, first of all, Jack? Uh, this week's one is going to be from my... Would he be my namesake? Oh, spit anyway, <laughs> this week's one is from JP Junior. No, JP Senior. I'm JP. Oh my God, you're terrible. You're panicking, aren't you, mate? Um, I'm flustered. You're flustered. Like me to my idol. Um, uh, that'll do. You, that'll stand you in good stead. That was a good statement. Um, so okay, so do you think JP? I mean, have you had a chance to listen to it yet? Unfortunately, not. I, I mean, I was pestering him all weekend, but he only sort of gave it to me about five minutes ago and I haven't had the chance to listen to it but I know he thinks of me very fondly especially when I sing Southgate you're the one uh, in a taxi so I'm sure he's going to do a really nice kind message for me right Statman John would you like to listen to it to see if the reference from JP is of a standard that would get Jack into the inner circle yes the man with the wonderful nostrils let's hear right Matt load it up for us yeah let's do it Jack, Jack, Jack. It's JP here, and I've been asked to provide you with a reference to get into the inner circle. Sorry, mate, it's just not going to happen. You've just got far too many words. You need to listen to the great man and shh a little bit more. You may be a beautiful soul, but you're just not inner circle material, I'm afraid. Over. Jack! Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that? Um, wasn't really what I hoped he would have done, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> he kind of let me down, hasn't he? He's thrown you right under the bus. That man, John, what did you think of that? He's my man. I'll stand by his side. And with every word he said, you are not coming in. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, he's, literally, he's literally, like you said, he's thrown me under the bus. I, I, we had a lovely conversation over text. He was giving me all the positive vibes. I'll help you get in. It'll be really nice to have you in, Jack. And then he'd sent it to me. It must have been his plan. He sent it last minute knowing I wouldn't listen to it. Jack, 
Had yes, I said over. Oh, sorry, Sam, you didn't say over. <laughs> over. <laughs> it took me a second. It took me a second, but I got it. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, uh, I just wanted to highlight I hadn't said over because I take none of your tips to improve my speech. I will not be saying it. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I'll try not to um, help you along with any of my tips. <laughs> Keep your tip to yourself, mister. Um, uh, so I think we can all agree that that wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough from JP. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, you did because you didn't motivate JP to give you a glowing enough reference. Exactly. He led me into a false sense of security. That's what he did. And he let me down and I'll be having words with him. Not too many words, just a couple. And be careful, though, because he's an Inner Circle member. So if you you don't want to get the Inner Circle mob turning on you, do you? I also will be careful because I quite like JP and he's also an awful lot bigger than me and I don't want him to snap me like a little toothpick. True, <laughs> true. Um, so next week, mm. shock, shockingly, are you going to try and get another one that you've definitely not already got? Oh, I mean, like what, what I was saying earlier, I had messaged four people, so I'm hoping I'm going to have to I'm going to have to follow them up. But I'm away this weekend, Flawless. so. Flawless. I'm going to have to follow them up as much Love as I it. can, but mm. I don't know if they will. I'll I, try I, my I, best. I've, I've got a feeling they might do. I don't know what I've, it is, but I've got, I've got a feeling that they might do. I've got no other chance of getting in because I'm clearly not good enough by myself. So I'm going to have to. I'll, I'll pay him some money or something. Right. So Statman John, if we will, it will keep trying to get the references. We'll present them to you each week and we'll see if they're of a satisfactory standard. Does that sound OK to you? That sounds good to me, my lad. Wonderful stuff. Well, Jack, you'd better get on it. You've got some people to schmooze. Maybe you need to go back over the ones that you've not received. Definitely (laughs) not received. Check The ones that I've messaged. Hypothetically Mm. check them, even though you've not received them. And if they're not to the standard required, hypothetically, maybe go back and ask for them to be redone. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's a good idea. I could do that. Moron. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll sort something out. You know me. I've always got some stuff in my back pocket. Wonderful. <laughs> Can't wait. And on that shush, we will call it a segment closed. Jack, thank you so much. Enjoy your week. Looking for some more endorsements. Statman John, enjoy the art with Banksy. Yeah, to our lads. And we'll see you both next week. Hit me with a roll call, Matthew. Alright, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? What? Sorry, I, I, what? You, you know you put me off. I, I'm looking over while I'm singing that and you're giving it all the uh, all the it. actions, all the, yeah, throwing it down and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, was like, it was like it was... We're in like studio it... with, with, with flipping bars and... and flipping and, bars? And, 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 and shit. <laughs> Shut Down up. with the cool kids. Right, who are we shouting out this week for doing things well, you moron? Uh, I think uh, Ben mentioned him last week, fat lad from Woodhouse. He's not a fat lad from Woodhouse, but that's his Instagram handle. Yep, uh, he's gone back to the gym for the first time in over two months, so uh, well done get, getting back on it. And uh, yeah, 
Hitting the gym. Well yeah. done, mate. Yeah, yeah, fair play. It's hard when you're in a bit of a rut to get back yes. into it, and the gym's not the nicest place to be sometimes. So well done to you for stepping out your comfort zone, getting in there, Paul. Just a quick quick story. I used to go to a gym. It was called Jim's Cafe for big, <laughs> for big breakfasts. So whenever, whenever anybody said, used to say, oh, we're going to gyms, I'd be like, yep. <laughs> Where am I? It's like that. There's a Simpsons moment for everything. That episode of The Simpsons where he goes, to the, he sees a gym and he goes, "What's a guy?" <laughs> and he goes inside. He goes, "Oh, a guy." <laughs> Love it. Um, B seventy nine smashed my first run back after injury. I'm feeling pretty smug right now. So you should. Well done, amazing work getting back out there. Awesome stuff, yeah. Uh, the, the post that we put this out one, you you said, what have you smashed this week? Yeah. Uh, Martin Rutherford, uh, Series 5 guest. Uh, my big toe on a rock, it still fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to congratulate you, Martin, but yeah. well, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for writing in. Um, uh, Kirsty runs, more love for Leanne, uh, mm. getting through a heart surgery, absolutely amazing, she smashed it. She did, I think we call her out every week, but deservedly so, she's absolutely rocking it, looking forward to seeing her get back, fighting fit to full health. Yeah, see her at WrestleBot run in February as well, awesome stuff. Uh, Dan WB92, uh, 80 kilogram deadlift PB since losing 50 kilograms of weight. So, wow, what does what, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't work in kilograms, but it sounds pretty freaking <laughs> impressive. Yeah, awesome stuff, Dan. Well done. Uh, not his only post though. Of course, Dan, big part of Run Talk Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, three hours uh, fun run pacing the Run Talk Run Ipswich relay team at Rock Scramble. So uh, busy week for you, Dan. Uh, well done. And of course, he will be back uh, leading Run Talk Run Sheffield local to me, just around the corner. He does it on Sunday yes. at Rother Valley. So uh, really good cause. Uh, well done to you. Um, yeah. Any more, Matt? Yeah, I think uh, Marco Del Watzio. Del Marco Del Watzio. Top of the Vanish Football League, though, are you, Mark? Carry on. <laughs> Harsh. Uh, shout out to Ben Stittle. He's a lovely chap. He is indeed. He is a lovely yeah. chap, isn't he? And David Dimble for uh, bringing back singing in the shower. Mm-hmm. Do you not follow, David? I think I do, yeah. yeah. Well, you need to and check out his... Singing in the shower. We all love a singing song in the shower, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I'm only talking. I can't think about showers anymore without thinking about Andy Cal coming out of that shower. Oh, yeah. In, that in the video. Yes. Too much. That. Uh, that's it. That's it for this week. Pretty light touch on it, apart from uh, Gingerbread Sirens, of course. Uh, on, on the post, we did point out the fact that you were worried about running Ultraman and hit, uh, an Ultramarathon, and mm. you put, well, he should be. Yes. So it's nice to see you've got support of your peers in the yeah, community. Yeah, thank you very much. But after this episode, I'm slightly <laughs> less worried. There you go. And so, so you're going to smash it, mate. I know you are. Right, uh, before we get out of it today, then, Matthew, have you got any thank yous? We have, yeah. So, obviously, all the people that purchased the uh, the T-shirts. Purchased? Uh, per- I said purchased. You said purchased. Yeah, I must have had too many of these. Uh, you've had, ha- you've had, you've these had half of one. Half, yeah, half of two. Uh, everybody that's purchased. Purchased. The, uh, the WFT... WF? <laughs> you've made I've me wobbled. I've wobbled. <laughs> The WTF uh, t-shirts, uh, all in aid of charity uh, we're doing for Joe yep. uh, and to support us as well. So well done uh, to everybody that, that um, purchased those. Jess and Derek, I was going to say Jess, Jess and Kenny. Kenny. I was going to say Jess and Kenny You then. are falling apart. You've done quite well this episode and it feels <laughs> like your creative juices have exhausted. Uh, 
You've spilled them on the Graham floor. Graham Lee for the super awesome theme music. Thank you for walking past that ejaculation joke <laughs> without reacting. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown up. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. A half grown adult. A half grown uh, man. <laughs> thank you to Ben for the part run segment. Always awesome stuff. Uh, Statman John, JP Junior, and JP Senior. Yes, for his uh, voice note with absolutely no endorsement of Jack. Yeah. Thank you. That's why we're thanking him. Yeah, yeah. Keep him out. <laughs> Keep Jack out. Keep, Keep Jack. Jack out. Keep Jack out. Go home, Jack. Run. Home run. Yeah. It's home run, Jack. Yeah. Home run. Run home, Jack. <laughs> that is a good film. Yes, it that is. is a good film. Yes. And son, a postcard. You don't win anything. You don't win anything. We have, we have got <laughs> nothing to give. Um, but yeah, great film. It is, yes. Uh, who do we have on next week, Rob? i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do things a little bit differently, if that's okay, Matthew. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to keep it as a secret, and I'll tell you for why. Every week I come on, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you who's on next week, and it ruins it for you. And we do a guest announcement on a Sunday on the social medias, and everyone goes, yeah, I know. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mix it up, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to tell you. So you've got to keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked. Yeah. So when you, that Instagram you, you, post... You, you haven't got anybody, have you? Uh, no. <laughs> No, I haven't. Nobody um, wants to come on our silly little show anymore. <laughs> no, no. What has happened is uh, I miss Joe. <laughs> Joe, come back. What? Come what? home, Joe. Come, come home, Joe. Come home, Joe. Um, uh, since Joe has been gone, let's say that the well-oiled machine that has been booking guests for this podcast <laughs> has dried up substantially. I mean, it's in need of some WD-40. Yeah. It's in need of some substantial lubrication. Um I am flying by the seat of my pants. Um, we have our, we have our guests lined up for the last uh, three episodes of the series. Mm. Three episodes of the series. We have them lined up. I know who they're going to be. I just haven't recorded any of them yet. And I need to make sure one of them records me before next Thursday. Mm. And I've sent them all messages. And they're all... They're, they're all it's me. Honest? It's my fault. I've not booked it. So I just don't know which one I'm going to talk to first. <laughs> so um, I'm just going <laughs> to... Thank, thanks for completely selling me out. But um, yeah, uh, you'll find out on Sunday when I've nailed down who I'm going to be speaking to. Awesome stuff. Can't wait to listen to that one. It's my favourite person ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Um, is that it? Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Done? I think so. This uh, to me. Nothing, <laughs> nothing left to say then, guys, except for Matt. Where can people find us if they want to give us a follow? Oh, everywhere. Just search what the fart like you find us: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. There's on website www.whatthefartlike.com. Uh, email. Uh, that's about it. I think. We're everywhere. We're all. Where in. can we find you, Robert? Uh, I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob. I was going to make a comment about how we're like. We, we are all over social media like chlamydia over a toilet bowl in a nightclub in the early noughties, but never mind. Nice. Uh, it was, it was a very a very specific yeah. reference. Yeah. Not that you I... You should have just left it to me saying, uh, where can we find you, Rob? At Little Run Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and I am at Matty Owls. Um, one thing I do want to mention is uh, we have uh, the WhatsApp group, the Fartlek family. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, uh, hundreds plus strong. Uh, we organise our community meetups. Yep. We uh, do our park runs. We're going to do some challenges early next year we would love to be a part of it you don't have to join the group that's not what we're saying um it can get a little bit hectic it can yes um however we do have we're launching a newsletter next week very exciting thank you to to the guys claire jamie uh paul from the core team uh Mm -hmm. leading it and also nick finney 
um, for, for being a big part of that. That's going to be launched so people can get information about what we're up to. Uh, so please do sign up to the newsletter. Info will be on the website soon. Um, but if you do want to be a part of the Fartlow family, if you want to be involved in some of our upcoming challenges and our events, then do reach out to us on the socials. Instagram's the best one. It's the one mm-hmm. we're on most, but you can get us anywhere. And uh, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to, we would love to have you as part of the family. Um, yeah. It's just second cousin twice removed. Second cousin yeah. twice removed. Something like that. Yeah. Matt, big sister. The answer to the question, who did Matt lose his virginity to? (laughs) (laughs) What's that game show now? Oh, Oh, Jeopardy. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Who did Matt lose his virginity to? Oh, Sorry, mate. I had to get you back for the thumb thing. Um, as always, guys, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Remember to always be excellent to each other. Be kind or buzz off. And we will see you next week. We love you. Peace. Caw-caw. <laughs>